0: Welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. I'm your host, Jenna Jozefowski, but you can call me Jenna J. I'm a semi-retired professional dancer, dance teacher and yoga teacher, turned certified personal trainer and kettlebell instructor who helps active women learn to lift and get strong with equal parts challenge and compassion. After years of working in the fitness industry, I got sick and tired of watching people, including myself, run themselves into the ground, trying to uphold the narrow-minded image of what our culture sees as healthy and fit. But instead of giving it all up, I decided that I'd rather change the game, call out the BS, extract the good, and help others learn to use movement as a way to build themselves up rather than tear themselves down. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of fitness and anti-diet culture and all the gray areas in between. We'll let go of shoulds and judgment and dig into tough conversations with curiosity. Things get pretty spicy around here, so grab your headphones and let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode 12 of Tough Cookie Talks. Today we are going to have a conversation about the words tough love and my take on them. Because if you've been following me for any amount of time, it's no secret that I have an online group coaching program that is called Tough Love Strength Club. It has those words right in the name. And I realize that that can be off-putting to some people, particularly in the anti-diet space so much so that in fact I have contemplated changing the name of my program on numerous occasions and at the end of the day I always come back to No, this feels true for me I want to reclaim these words and I guess give some meaning to how they show up in the way that I coach and how I think that they can have value. So to be clear, my brand of tough love is not the Fitzbo bro kind of tough love. It's not the Jillian Michaels kind of tough love. And it's not the thing that I see a lot of trainers do, which is hiding under the words tough love as an excuse, just to be a blatant asshole to their clients without actually having any love involved in there. And if you think about my values as a coach and something that I say often is that I help women learn how to strength train with equal parts challenge and compassion. And if you think about those two words, challenge and compassion and synonyms or related words that kind of go along with those, you think about tough. Something that's tough is also challenging, as is strength training, which is what I teach. And then love. We think about synonyms for love, showing ourselves love, showing ourselves compassion. Those things kind of align with each other. And so I can say something like, I'm here to help you train with equal parts challenge and compassion, and people are like, yay! And then I say, okay, tough love, here we go. And it's like, oh, I think a lot of people have a negative association with tough love that perhaps I was never exposed to in the same way. To be honest, when I named my program, when it first came out, I was like, this kind of feels like the type of person that I am as a friend, as a coach, how it aligns with the sorts of things we're going to be doing in this program. And it has a nice ring to it, Tough Love Strength Club. There you go. And over time, I've realized that I need to redefine what that means to me and what that might look like if you work with me and what that means in terms of the sorts of things that I believe in and the sorts of things that I am against in the fitness industry. So let's talk about it. First, just a little bit more about my backstory with Tough Love in case you haven't already heard some of this. I know I've talked about it in different ways and different facets on different episodes of this podcast, but I think one of the reasons I find myself continuously drawn to the idea of Tough Love is because I've always been just a little spicy. I am passionate, I am, or I guess have been described as both a ray of sunshine And a ball of fire at the same time. And I carry that with me everywhere I go. And so I suppose that sort of makes sense that I derive personally a lot of enjoyments from workouts that allow me to do hard things, particularly lifting heavy weights. The interesting thing is, I think this really all comes down to the sort of background that you've come with from in regards to movement because I think of a lot of my peers in this space who were maybe coming from a background where they were constantly pushing themselves too hard um, and found a need to be more soft and gentle and for me I feel like in so many areas of my life as a dancer especially particularly in the ballet world uh, I always felt like like people were trying to tone me down, to tame me, to make me be more soft and gentle and dainty, both in the terms in terms of the way that I moved and also the way that my body presented. So for me, going from this place of trying to shrink myself, make myself smaller, be more conventionally quote unquote feminine, I think it makes sense that I would be drawn to this idea of toughness, allowing myself to be a little bit more gritty and to not soften my edges. As I mentioned, I'm that kind of teacher, I'm that kind of coach, I'm that kind of friend. I will love you to pieces. And I also won't filter myself if there's something difficult that I need to say. So, Getting into this, I guess in the context of joyful movements, when I first started learning about diet culture and trying to give that up, I always felt like I didn't belong. Maybe some of you can relate to this too, where everyone was talking about what a relief it was to not have to work out anymore, being free from workouts they hated. And were there things that I maybe didn't care to do anymore, like the elliptical? Absolutely. Did I hate all things? about fitness? No. Do I think doing hard things is inherently diet culture? Also, no. I think you can believe that that is true and also hate things like before and after photos and MLM reps who would try to prey on me and make me feel bad about my body fat percentage so I'd buy their weight loss bars and shakes. True story, maybe another story for another day. But anyway, I didn't want to have to avoid these sorts of things, the hard things, challenging forms of workouts in my life forever because it was sometimes laced with diet culture. Tough love to me meant that I wanted to fight for what was mine. And what I really wanted to be mine was this increasingly growing love that I had for lifting heavy things. Doing that felt like a rebellious act and it felt really, really great. And so for me, tough love means that I am going to push back against anybody who says otherwise and that I am going to fight for the people who don't fit that traditionally acceptable quote unquote look for a strong or fit person. And I'm going to do all sorts of other things, too. So here goes, this is my take on tough love and what those words mean to me as a coach and as a whole human. So first one is that my kind of tough love means that it is okay to be ugly, that it is okay to show the effort and to not feel the need to feel beautiful or to love your body at all times, to know that you're still a good person it also means being strong as fuck and in the physical sense strong can be a relative turn and i also mean it in more than just the physical sense Being strong mentally and emotionally and building that resilience are a skill that I really value for myself. And one thing that I also try to help my clients do is to build up that resilience, particularly resilience against diet culture and the harmful messages that it presents within themselves. Tough love to me means doing hard things. And I'm not talking about hard things that tear you down. I'm not talking about, and I'm thinking about this awful image right now from The Biggest Loser where uh, JM was screaming at people on the treadmill, telling them, I don't even want to say what she was saying. It was terrible. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about hard things that tear you down, but the hard things that build you up and get you closer to being the kind of person that you want to be. So when I say hard things, I don't mean just hard workouts. I mean, having hard conversations, I mean, facing fears because it helps you to grow and working towards a goal that is important to you that you've chosen for yourself. Not just because it's something that society has told you that you quote unquote should be tough. Love means doing the right thing. And this means being open to learning and growth. This means standing up for social justice, which is something that I pride myself on doing around here and I'm always trying to do better with. That also in that light means that you say you're sorry when you screw up and you take actions to grow and to improve. It means that you're open to learning new things and that when you know better, you do better. So tough love means doing the right thing, even if it's not the most comfortable. Tough love means that I have your back. I am the friend, I am the coach that you go to if you need somebody to fight back against the trolls in your comment section because you can't anymore that I will call out your ex for being a jerk to you. Sometimes, even if you didn't ask me to (laughs) just ask any of my friends, it means that I'm going to sit with you and let you vent about whoever and whatever made you feel bad about yourself today. I have your back. That's what tough love means to me. It also means that I'll call you out on your bullshit. And ask you tough questions. This is the, like, why are you saying yes to that when you really want to say no? This is where you tell me that you're using your Fitbit to track your sleep. But I see you poking around at it during your workout. And I'm like, "Mm, are you sure? Is there more to that? I ask you why you're still holding on to those jeans from 2009 anymore. I'm not gonna tell you what's true for you. I won't do that, but I will ask you to question it a little bit. And sometimes I think that we can take this, this idea of like gentleness a little too far, and I'm going to share a quick story here, go off on a little tangent before I get back into this. I had a therapist that I was working with once, and I wound up stopping working with her because I feel like I have a lot of my own bullshit. Let's just be honest. I do. And I would tell her about something that I was dealing with that I maybe wanted her to help me see a new perspective on. And she was just like, oh, well, that's okay. Okay. It's okay if you feel that way. It was just a constant validation of my feelings and what I was doing, which was helpful to an extent. But even I knew a lot of the stuff that I was saying to her was some bullshit that I was maybe needing to make some changes or change my perspective about on my own. And she wasn't allowing me to do that because she was always coddling me. So again, back to that challenge and compassion thing, I think it needs to be a little bit of both, a little bit of having compassion for yourself and for one another, and also challenging some bullshit narratives that we're carrying around because we all have some. In that light, sometimes it means a hug and sometimes it means a kick in the ass. And I think It takes a lot of listening to really understand what's necessary in certain situations. It means, particularly when you talk to me, that if you come to me about something, I'm going to ask you, do you need someone to listen? Do you want to vent? Or are you looking for advice? Sometimes it means that you come into a training session and you're just, fallen apart because of something that happened to your life. And it means that we say, fuck it. And we go take a walk instead and get coffee instead of doing a workout. And sometimes it means we do really fucking heavy bench presses about it while swearing under our breath. Both can be true. And I think it takes just a really delicate balance and a bit of attunement to figure out what exactly you need in that moment. Now, I will say this, my kind of tough love is rooted in love first. And as I mentioned before, that's something that can be missing, I think, from a lot of coaches who are like, oh, tough love, but like it's just an excuse to be an asshole. This means I am going to do the work to help you see the good in yourself when you can't see it for yourself. So, yes, love first. And then, if necessary, sometimes you need a little like slap on the ass and go get him, champ. You got this. It can be a little bit of both. I can't say this one enough. It means that I am here to build you up instead of tear you down. It means that I help you find the strength that you need to do whatever it is that you came to do for yourself. Because truly, and this is such an Enneagram 7 thing of me to say, I think we need to be more of our true selves, not less. It also means that accountability is also going to look a little bit like encouragement, too so i am here as a coach to help you find the kind of enjoyment in your workouts and align those things with your values so that you don't feel like you need to do it for anyone else it's that knowing for me that motivation does not come from a place of guilt and shame and it's not sustainable So that accountability that you sometimes look for when it comes to a coach is not just about like setting goals and doing the thing that you came to do, but it's also about celebrating wins and finding those moments to see the good, to celebrate all those great things that you've done. It also means that joyful movement, quote unquote, looks however you want it to look you are allowed to love what you love i hate the elliptical i will never tell you that you have to hate the elliptical go do what you love i might ask you some questions about it or give you some guidelines so that you can get curious about what's really true for you and where your motivation is coming from when you choose certain kinds of movements but at the end of the day I want to encourage you to go do what you love and if you're someone who thinks that there's a possibility that lifting heavy weights might bring you any semblance of enjoyment that's what i'm here to show you how to do and it's okay to love that too it also means that you can get strong without a side of diet culture and it doesn't have to be either or okay you don't have to swear off the gym forever or be destined to have a mean coach yelling at you to do more burpees. That's why I'm here to help you navigate the bullshit in the fitness industry, instead of trying to avoid it forever. Because one of the things that I noticed when I first came into doing this kind of work as a personal trainer who was letting go of diet culture, I felt very alone. I felt like I was the only person doing this. And over the years, as I've done this, There are so many wonderful personal trainers and group fitness instructors and all kinds of coaches. We don't have to choose between either or. It can be both and. Get strong without diet culture. Do hard things. Have compassion for yourself. Tough love. You see where I'm going with this? In my version of tough love, It means that we use our strength to lift each other up as a community. It means that particularly as women, we cheer each other on instead of competing against each other. And that we form strong connections as humans who have similar values and experiences. And also that we can learn from others that have a different lived experience from us. So both hands. And really that's just the tip of the iceberg. I feel like I could go on and on for days and maybe at some point I'll have one of my clients come on and talk about how this shows up in a training session or if you work with me in a group setting or in a one-on-one setting or whatever because I don't know how else to describe it except for if you're listening to this podcast you've listened to other episodes and you've been following me for any amount of time. I think, and this is one of the reasons that I still have yet to change the name of my program and probably won't anytime soon, is because I think that is evidently clear in the way that I show up as a coach, the way I show up and share information. I never felt like There was the space, I guess, for me to be the type of coach who can be cheering you on for being a total badass one minute and then tell you to listen to your body and rest in the next. But I'm slowly discovering that I don't know any other way to do this. So I am continuing to create my own definition of the words tough love and figuring it out as I go. As with many other words throughout the history of time, we can reclaim them and we can use them and redefine them to mean the things that we want them to mean. So that's all I got for today. If this sounds like you too, you are not alone. And if you feel like you could use this kind of coaching in your life, Tough Love Strength Club, my online group coaching program, might be the place for you. I'll leave a link in the show notes for the wait list to that program. Doors are going to open later in March for an early April kickoff for the spring cohort of that program. And you can learn more about that via the link in the show notes. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into Tough Cookie Talks. I'm so glad you're here. If you wanna learn more about me and how we can work together, visit my website itsjenna.jay.com or follow and tag me on Instagram at itsjennaj. I would love to hear from you. If you liked this episode and wanna hear more, make sure that you click subscribe and follow along so that you don't miss a single show then take a moment and leave me a five-star rating and review so we can help this podcast and this message reach even more people. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.